content warning, uh, this page deals with uh, the sexual assault of a main character. Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear, page by page. This is page 639. Hand. She moved beneath me, and her breast brushed softly against my chest. I felt her breath against my neck. I shivered and began to sweat. I opened my eyes again and saw her staring at me. Her expression was innocent, almost hurt, as if she couldn't understand being refused. I nursed my small flame of anger. No one did this to me. No one. I held myself away from her. A slight line of a frown touched her forehead, as if she were annoyed, or angry, or concentrating. Valerian reached up to touch my face, her eyes intent, as if trying to read something written deep inside me. I tried to pull back, remembering her touch, but my body simply shook. Beads of sweat fell from my skin to patter gently on the silk cushions and the flat plane of her stomach below. She touched my cheek softly. Softly, I bent to kiss her, and something broke in my mind. I felt the snap as four years of my life slid away. Suddenly, I was back on the streets of Tarbine. Three boys, bigger than me, with greasy hair and piggish eyes, had dragged me from the broken crate where I'd been sleeping. Two of them held me down, pinning my arms. I lay in a stagnant puddle that was bitterly cold. It was early in the morning, and the stars were out. One of them had his hand over my mouth. It didn't matter. I had been in the city for months. I knew better than to yell for help. At best, no one would come. At worst, someone would, and then there would be more of them. Two of them held me down. The third cut the clothes off my body. He cut me. They told me what they were going to do. Their breath was horribly warm against my face. They laughed. There in Tarbine, half-naked and helpless, I felt something well up inside me. I bit two fingers off the hand over my mouth. I heard a scream and swearing as one of them staggered away. I strained and strained against the one who was still on top of me. I heard my own arm break and his grip loosen. I started to howl. I threw him off. Still screaming, I stood, my clothes hanging in rags around me. I knocked one of them to the ground. My scrabbling hand found a loose cobblestone and I used it to break one of his legs. I remember the noise it made. I flailed until his arms were broken, then I broke his head. When I looked up, I saw the one who had cut me was gone. The third, huddled against a wall. He clutched his bloody hand to his chest. His eyes were white and wild. Then I heard footsteps approaching, and I dropped the stone and ran, and ran, and ran. Suddenly, years later, I was that feral boy again. I jerked my head back and snarled inside my mind. I felt something deep inside myself. I reached for it. That's the page. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick. So yeah, uh, brutal assault. Quoth is very much a survivor. Uh, at least one sexual assault. I The sense I get is that this is a different sexual assault than the one he describes when he's uh, when he thinks about seeing another boy being victimized, I think that there have been multiple ones, and this is, you know, a particular one where he managed to fight back and escape. But this is something that he never has told anyone, certainly not us, the readers, and I don't think he's told his his friends about either. Explicitly, though, like maybe implicitly, but ex- explicitly, it is not the the situation with the boys in the alley in this particular case is not explicitly sexual assault. I strongly disagree. 
deeply disagree that they 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 are t- cutting his clothes off and telling him what they're going to do. But like theoretically, what they're going to do is not explicitly sexual. Like, I agree that this could be sexual assault. No, you're right. It's not explicit, but it's so heavily implied as to be pretty much beyond doubt, especially given the context in which he's triggered in this way. Yeah, and I want to talk about this trigger. Uh, It's interesting to me that it happens upon Felurian's touch, and I have two different reads uh, of this. The first is that it is just a, a PTSD trigger that upon being touched while in this helpless state, he is reminded of this. And and flashbacks flashes back to it. And the other one is that it is a magical. It is Felurian's doing that she is doing something that causes the victim whatever to like relive a sexual experience. But Quoth has no positive sexual experiences, and so upon being touched, uh, the word softly is repeated. So I feel like it's meant to have a a, a continuity that upon being touched by Felurian, rather than like reliving a great memory, uh, and you know applying it to his current situation which is like what this spell or whatever is meant to, to do uh he he relives this other thing and i uh, i'm not sure i think i prefer the idea that it's just a a ptsd trigger i find that a little more interesting uh than a wizard did it but i think both are reasonable reads what do you guys think i have a third option to to put before the midnight society which is that she is when she reaches up to touch his face as if trying to read something written deep inside him she is like reading his memories. I think she's confused why he's resisting her so strongly, why he's like so angry and and trying so hard to to like not, you know, just let this happen. So she's like, why would he do that? Uh, and I think she's like rifling through his mind to find whatever it is that's making him act this way. And in the process of doing that, she makes him relive it. Whether or not she intends to, I'm not quite sure. But I think she's trying to figure out what's going on. That's a good read. I don't love the idea that added to her many list of powers is a kind of clairvoyance, but also I guess she's a sex elemental, so why not? I I don't think that she has any kind of clairvoyance, but I think that it like it makes sense that she's still trying to figure out what's going on. Like there's a certain amount of reading people you can do without being actually clairvoyant. Though like I think maybe that's happening. I just don't feel like there's any real limitation on Fullerian's powers uh, such as they are. But I, I also think that my reading, whether or not she's doing it by magic or intuition or whatever, I think that my reading is supported by something written deep inside me. And I think it's supported by uh, her expression being innocent, almost hurt as if she couldn't understand being refused. Like, I think she literally doesn't understand why anyone wouldn't want this to happen, which says something interesting to me about her being a being of desire because she doesn't understand rape. Oh, that I see. She can't conceive of it because as far as she's concerned, why would you do that? You know, you would only want to have sex with someone who desires you. I'm a, like, she's a being of desire. She represents in some sense, like wanting to have sex. I think it would be an interesting idea if she literally can't conceive of forcing sex on somebody and that being like bad because it's totally outside of her experience. That definitely plays into her being id mm-hmm. having pretty much no concept of other people's feelings. Yeah, and like being like an elemental of a specific kind of experience and thus in some ways being innocent of other kinds of experience. Yeah, I never thought about this sequence as being one of a sexual assault until this particular read. And I'm not sure the book necessarily thinks of it that way. I think that this is sort of the moment where they were both 
<laughs> expresses his boundaries and Florian moves to express them. Uh, sorry, moves to like accept them and that they read a sort of parody in that because obviously they do continue to maintain a, a reasonably healthy sexual relationship after this moment. But yeah, like until until this particular read and this particular moment, I've never thought of Florian as being like a sex predator. I've thought of her as being like an animalistic predator consuming prey, but uh, it's interesting. I think both things can be true. Yeah, both things I think are true, but it's just interesting to me how like in my perception of the book, this didn't have the dark echoes of a recurring <laughs> rapist character. And now I think perhaps it will be invested with that in some way. I think if Rothfuss didn't want us to consider the dark implications of Fullerian's power and her nature, then this scene wouldn't happen. I think he wants us to ex- explicitly understand the dark side of this is that she can make it so you can't say no, and that's rape. At the same time, I don't think that we are meant to then after understand her whole deal as being a rape being. I think what we're meant to understand is that she, because she is this elemental being and because she doesn't, doesn't really consider the experience of people who aren't her because she's an immortal God being and has never needed to, that can lead to her doing bad things without understanding why they're bad. Right? Like that's her whole deal. And this is like perhaps the most direct and darkest representation of that. She's not, I don't think we're meant to think of her as like Valyrian, the rape goddess. I think we're meant to understand her as like a being who is simultaneously incredibly powerful and in some ways totally naive. Because I think if she knew that this was going to like hurt him, she wouldn't do it, right? Because she stops, right? Like when he, when he like makes her stop, she goes, okay, I won't do that again. We'll get there. He, he... Like make, he returns to make her completely powerless and he gets to the point where he could kill her easily and chooses not to. So, you know, he in a way he meets violence with violence. And I think we can talk about about that read when we get there. But it's interesting. I, I don't think Florian ever really like maybe by the end of the sequence, we can assess when we get there. I don't think Florian ever really like thinks what she's doing is wrong. But, you know, I am discovering things about my opinion and my experience of this book as we read it right now. Like what I'm saying about Florian being like a, I don't know, like, you know, rape goddess or whatever, but like I didn't pick up on this. Like I obviously understood this close response as being like a response to helplessness and to assault, but I didn't really connect that to Florian's actions. And I think that has to do with like me and, and my sophistication as a reader or like what I'm kind of able to bring to a read uh, or wasn't able to bring to a read in, in the past. So I think this was like, this is this, it, this speaks to the profundity of this book, I think, and the value of, of rereading and the value of bringing new lenses to bear on, uh, on subject matter that you know well, because you can learn new things about the subject and also yourself. To provide a counterexample, I don't remember, like, I didn't remember this book as in, like, as featuring Quoth as a survivor of sexual violence until you brought it up. I think when I read this sequence in the past, I did not immediately realize that the scene being described in Quoth memory is a scene where they're about to rape him. But I think that that's reading it now. It's like, I can't read it any other way. It's so obvious what that is given the context of the scene and given the description. But I think Rothfuss does an artful job of describing that scene and the way Quoth feels about it without making it gratuitous or exploitative or icky in that way. And I think that's because Quoth is remembering it in this kind of like dispassionate 
traumatized way where he's describing like the details that he remembers, you know, the, their breath on his face, them cutting the clothes off his body, you know, hearing his arm break, but it all feels a little bit like he's watching it at a remove even now. Well, I've said all I feel able to say on this particular page. And the episode has gone long already. Yes, we do have some letters, but I'd prefer, uh, I think, not to attach someone's letter to this rather heavy subject matter episode. Uh, so I think we'll read a letter on uh, tomorrow's episode. Is there anything else uh, you guys want to say before we go? I'm good. Let's uh, let's keep on trucking to tomorrow's page. Of the... Win. Win.